Bismillah, walhamdulillah, wa salatu wa salam ala rasulillah, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. Today we are covering the name of Allah, Al-Latif. Al-Latif coming from the root verb Latafa or Latufa, Yaltufu, Lutfan or Latafatan, fahuwa Latifun, which means what? To be kind or nice or friendly, amicable, gentle or considerate. It also can mean to be thin or fine, delicate, subtle or mild or soft, and it can also mean to be graceful. So Al-Latif, uh, refers to when, when referring to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala means what the most kind the most gentle and the most subtle Al-Latif implies what the one who is aware of all subtleties and all fine hidden details And also Al-Latif implies the one who gracefully provides and protects his slaves So this root uh, the root letters or the trilateral root of Lam, Ta and Fa occur eight times in the Quran Seven of which are in reference to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so, uh, and by the way, five of which have next to the name of Allah Al-Khabir, Al-Latif Al-Khabir, which means Allah is the most uh, subtle, but also the most aware. He's aware of everything. This occurs five times in the Quran. What is the implication behind Al-Latif Al-Khabir? It implies that uh, being excessive is a sign that you don't have full knowledge. I'll give an example. Imagine if uh, you show up to a picnic and you bring way too much food, right? So you were excessive because you didn't know how much everybody would eat, right? So now it becomes this big burden, you have so much food, and not everybody, everybody's like, look, it's just too much food, right? Whereas the person who has full knowledge, he's al-khabir, he's completely aware of the situation, he doesn't have to give over, uh, you know, a, 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 an abundant amount of food, rather he can bring the exact amount that is going to be eaten, and therefore he is very subtle and very precise latif, right? Same thing with if you see uh, martial arts movies, you know, you'll see one person who's struggling so hard to hit, he's putting in all of his effort, whereas the great master who's super knowledgeable usually find that he knows how to move gently, subtly, he knows how to block, he knows how to strike, he doesn't have to put excessive force because he knows exactly what is necessary to get the job done, right? So this is usually, uh, you know, uh, seen in different martial arts movies. Now, of course, وَلِلَّهِ الْمَثَلُ الْأَعْلَى Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is obviously above any of these examples, but the idea is to say what? That excessiveness is a sh demonstrates a lack of knowledge, whereas when you can do things in a subtle way, when you can do things in a gentle way, when you can be effective even though you're using minimal effort, what does this show? Complete and utter knowledge and awareness. Hence, the combination of what? Al-Latif al-Khabir. That's why they go together so beautifully five times in the Qur'an. Also, Allah Ta'ala's uh, uh, subtlety encompasses everything, including things we don't understand, which is why it's uh, known only to Allah Ta'ala, who is the all-aware. Hence, uh, we, we, we understand that Allah is al-Khabir. He knows things that nobody else knows. Why? Because He knows subtleties that people can't even pick up on. Hence, Al-Latif Al-Khabir. So it's very, very beautiful how these names of Allah go together. This, these names of Allah show up together uh, when speaking about Allah Ta'ala's incomprehensibility. We can't understand fully who Allah Ta'ala is. We can't, you know, like things in this material world, put under a microscope or analyze for texture and color and uh, temperature and things like this. No. Allah says what? لا تدركه الأبصار وهو يدرك الأبصار وهو اللطيف الخبير Vision perceives him not, but he perceives all vision. And he is the subtle and he is the acquainted. So this ayah really beautifully highlights this point. Furthermore, subhanAllah, the story of Yusuf salam, when it's concluding, when Finally, Yusuf salam, is able to put, raise up his uh, two parents on, uh, uh, in an exalted way. And right at the end of the story of Yusuf salam, what do we find? That he is, uh, these concluding remarks of how he was finally able, able to overcome shaitan and all the different uh, problems that he created with, uh, with his uh, family. And then finally, he says what? Uh, you know, uh, the, you know the, uh, what's it called, the, uh, what induced, the, the estrangement that was induced by shaitan between me and my brothers. And then he says, what? Indeed, my Lord is subtle in what he wills. So subhanAllah, that's, this is 
beautiful concluding remarks about the story of Yusuf Why? Because the story of Yusuf is about how Allah Ta'ala was setting everything up one step at a time in such a subtle way that nobody saw the big picture until it all came together. And so this is why the story of Yusuf concludes with this name of Allah, Al-Latif, uh, SubhanAllah. And furthermore, we know that when Allah Ta'ala sends the provisions and sends the rains, He does so in a subtle and gentle way. Allah Ta'ala doesn't just drop you know, a giant bucket of water upon us, or let's say, you know, the full rain cloud in one shot, alhamdulillah, drizzling, you know, gently upon us. The winds blow gently. All this is uh, give, given to us and blessed to us in such a subtle and beautiful way. أَلَمْ تَرَ أَنَّ اللَّهَ أَنزَلَ مِنَ السَّمَاءِ مَاءً فَتُصْبِحُ الْأَرْضُ مُخْضَرَّةً إِنَّ اللَّهَ لَطِيفٌ خَبِيرٌ That do you not see that Allah has sent down the rain from the sky and the earth becomes green. Indeed, Allah is the most subtle and acquainted. If Allah Ta'ala dropped all that water in one shot, it would destroy everything and everyone. But subhanAllah, Allah Ta'ala makes things come down gently so that the green uh, subtle, uh, or, or you could say green and gentle and uh, delicate grass and uh, plants and flowers and so forth can grow beautifully. Allah Ta'ala's knowledge uh, it, it has knowledge of all subtleties. As Luqman says to his son, Ya Bunayya, innaha in taku mithqala habbatin min khardalin fatakun fi sakhratin aw fis samawati aw fil ardi yati bihallahu inna Allah latifun khabir. Luqman said to his son, Oh my dear son, indeed if wrong uh, uh, should be if, if, if a wrong, if an evil should be the weight of a mustard seed and should be within a rock or anywhere in the heavens or in the earth, Allah Ta'ala will bring it forth. Indeed, Allah is subtle and acquainted. In other words, there is nothing, no matter how tiny or subtle it is, that is hidden from Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta'ala. And Allah Ta'ala, uh, his, He's subtle and gentle in the way He sends guidance in the most kind and beautiful way. And uh, yes, Allah Ta'ala mentions, وَذْكُرْنَ مَا يُتْلَى فِي بُيُوتِ كُنَّ مِنْ آيَاتِ اللَّهِ وَالْحِكْمَةِ إِنَّ اللَّهَ كَانَ لَطِيفًا خَبِيرًا And remember what is recited in your houses, this is speaking to the wives of the Prophet remember what is recited in your homes of the verses of Allah and of the wisdom, referring, this is usually uh, referred to what? Al-Hikmah, yani as-Sunnah, and Allah knows best, this is one interpretation, in, implying what? Notice all the details about the Prophet in his family life. Why? Indeed, Allah is in Allah kana latifan khabira. Allah is all aware and is very subtle, implying what? That you should pay attention to the subtleties of what you learn from Quran and Sunnah of the Prophet so you can teach and narrate a hadith so that the Ummah can benefit from this knowledge. And of course, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sends provisions fully aware of our subtleties. Allah ta'ala knows exactly our strengths and our weaknesses. How much money is good for us, how much money might be bad for us, depending on our own weaknesses. Allah, uh, Allah says what? Allah is subtle with his servants. And this is implying what? That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows fully well that if this wealth is going to turn you corrupt or whether it's going to be a blessing for you. And Allah Ta'ala knows His creation intimately and perfectly. Doesn't Allah know what He created? Do you really think that Allah created all of this and He's unaware of His creation? SubhanAllah, very, very beautiful ayah. Now, in terms of the, like I said, the root letters of uh, Lam, Ta, and Fa, they occur with the name of Allah, Al-Latif, except for one time, which is what? The, when Allah Ta'ala says, uh, uh, what? Uh, uh, and actually, SubhanAllah, if you take a look, uh, if you ask the question, what is the one word that is literally the middle word of the Qur'an? It is this word, which means what? Let him be cautious. Let him be cautious. SubhanAllah, of course, in the story of uh, Surah Al-Kahf, in where uh, uh, the, they are, they're telling one of them to go out and get some food from the city and be very cautious when you're going there. They say, this is the center word of the entire Qur'an. It's very, very interesting, SubhanAllah. 
We know that when the Prophet ﷺ went out one night to go uh, visit the, uh, uh, the graveyard of Baqir, he went and Aisha was curious, where is he going, what's he doing? And she wanted to follow him, so she followed him, she saw what he was doing, and then when the Prophet returned home, she returned home very quickly, tried to get into bed and acting like she never left, and then subhanAllah, when the Prophet saw that she was kind of out of breath, and clearly uh, she had been running around, he said, uh, uh, The Prophet told her, what, that uh, either you're going to inform me of why you're like this, or the most subtle and the most aware is going to inform me. So this is uh, <laughs> using this beautiful name, this gentle and subtle name, in a bit of a threatening way, saying, listen, and whatever subtleties you're thinking about, just know that Allah is fully aware of what's going on. So we should think of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as the one who is al-latif, the most subtle, the most caring, the most gentle in many different circumstances. When we think about we were in the womb being developed one stage at a time. When we think about a plant and all the food that we eat, it was once just a little seed and it slowly grew up and developed into something that we could actually be nurtured with, subhanAllah. When we think about the fact that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sends us revelation through the most kind and gentle and noble messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and also the fact that this deen came to us in gradual steps. You know that five daily prayers wasn't obligatory right from the beginning. We know that uh, charity wasn't uh, obligatory right from the beginning. These things were more encouraged. And so you see, and this is the way we're supposed to deal with uh, converts to Islam. We're supposed to deal with them in a gentle approach. You know, if they have certain habits that are haram, say, listen, work towards you know, cutting them off slowly, gradually work, wean yourself off of these addictions. Uh, we're supposed to be very gentle and subtle in this approach because Allah is gentle with us, alhamdulillah. We should remember that Allah will reward us for the most subtle things, like for example, your intention. Even if you've done nothing, even if you've accomplished nothing, but you had the intention to do good, Allah Ta'ala is aware of such a subtle intent and you will be rewarded for it, subhanAllah, because Allah is al-latif. And Allah Ta'ala can bless us in ways that we do not comprehend. Uh, ways that we don't see the full picture. I mean, take a look at subhanAllah, the story of Yusuf salam was one, also the story of Musa salam. Uh, you know, the idea that he was put into water and he went to Fir'aun's, uh, uh, you know, castle floating on top of water miraculously and subhanAllah, when he's leaving Misr, he's leaving and now he's at, uh, at the bottom, you could say, of this river and all the water has been pushed away from him. These little subtle details of these stories really highlight uh, how such an individual has changed, but how no matter what, he was always being miraculously helped by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and that the entire story uh, teaches us so many valuable lessons. So, the big question is, how does this name of Allah al-Latif affect us as believers? Well, we should seek the wisdom in hardship, and recognize that when Allah ta'ala uh, allows us to suffer some sort of hardship, that Allah ta'ala is al-Latif, He is subtle, and so it could be the case, as Allah says, وَعَسَىٰ أَن تَكَهُ شَيْئًا وَهُوَ خَيْرٌ لَكُمْ وَعَسَىٰ أَن تُحِبُّ شَيْئًا وَهُوَ شَرٌ لَكُمْ It could be the case that you hate something, but it's good for you, and it could be the case that you love something, but it's bad for you. وَاللَّهُ يَعْلَمُ وَأَنْتُمْ لَا تَعْلَمُونَ Allah knows, and you don't know. And also, we should obviously be very kind and gentle and soft with others. As the Prophet says, what? مَنْ أُعْطِيَ حَظَّهُ مِنَ الرِّفْقِ فَقَدْ أُعْطِيَ حَظَّهُ مِنَ الْخَيْرِ وَمَنْ حُرِمَ حَظَّهُ مِنَ الرِّفْقِ فَقَدْ حُرِمَ حَظَّهُ مِنَ الْخَيْرِ Whoever has been given a share of gentleness, he has been given a share of good. And whoever, whoever has been prevented of a share of gentleness, he is prevented from his share of good. Very clearly, the Prophet is equating kindness and gentleness with goodness itself. And if you don't have that sort of gentle quality to you, then subhanAllah, you're being prevented from all kinds of good. May Allah protect us from being harsh-hearted individuals. Ameen, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Furthermore, the Prophet mentioning that uh, the different inmates of paradise, he says there are three types of inmates of paradise. 
One of them is what? وَرَجُلٌ رَحِيمٌ رَقِيقُ الْقَلْبِ لِكُلِّ ذِي قُرْبَى وَمُسْلِمٍ SubhanAllah, it's the person who is merciful and kind-hearted towards relatives and to every good Muslim, to every believer, SubhanAllah. This is having the quality, this is just, just having that soft-hearted nature is enough to get you into paradise, SubhanAllah. So we should be uh, not only charitable, but we should be subtle and, you know, you could say uh, covert in, uh, in the way that you give your charity. As Allah Ta'ala says, وَتُخْفُوهَا وَتُؤْتُوهَا الْفُقَارَاءَ فَهُوَ خَيْرٌ لَكُمْ That Allah Ta'ala mentions that if you disclose your charitable expenditures, that's good for you. However, if you conceal them and give them to the poor, that's better for you. So, subhanAllah, there's good in giving charity publicly but there's also even better in giving privately. Why is that the case? Well, when you give publicly, you encourage others. But when you give privately, now you're ensuring that you're not showing off at all. If you show up to the masjid, if you go to the masjid and you put a few dollars in that masjid uh, donation box and you look around and nobody saw you, you can turn your head up and say, Ya Allah, you can turn your hands to the sky and say, Ya Allah, I know I didn't do this with showing off because nobody's here. Nobody knows about it. So it's guaranteed. How could I possibly be showing off if I'm never going to tell anybody and if nobody knows? Yes, so point being that subhanAllah, uh, uh, we should focus on our khushu' because khushu' is our internal dimension of faith and it is something that is most subtle and therefore not only is the most subtle but it's also the most intimate between you and Allah. Nobody knows one's intent and therefore it is something very sincere and Allah is al-latif, He is aware of your feelings. Furthermore, we should recognize that friendship and your environment is something very subtle and has an effect as well. We, it's not like when you spend time with certain people, they transform you in a day. No, it's hanging out with a certain group day after day after day. That is going to subtly and slowly have its gradual effect on your personality. And final point, inshallah ta'ala, is what we know that Harun and Musa السلام, were told to do what? That they were told to go to Fir'aun and speak to him with gentle, soft speech. And now, as the famous, there's a famous quote about this, about how uh, if, if somebody is being harsh in speech, you should remind them that the person you're speaking to is not worse than Fir'aun, and you are no better than Musa. So if that's the case, then there's no reason for you to be extra harsh. You should remember, if Musa, السلام, as good as he was, has to be gentle and soft with Fir'aun, who was the, as bad as he was, then certainly I should be gentle as well. And whoever I'm talking to isn't deserving of a harsh and mean reprimand because clearly they weren't as bad as Fir'aun. So anyway, all to say that may Allah Ta'ala make us of those who can be gentle and subtle and kind and uh, you know, soft-hearted instead of harsh-hearted. May Allah Subh'ala bless us with the ability to constantly call upon Him, Al-Latif, uh, Allah who is the most subtle and the most gentle who, and we ask Allah Ta'ala to always bless us. Ameen Ya Rabbil Alameen. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.